Hello and welcome to the Treasures of Destiny podcast. We trust that you're well kept of the Lord. Thank you for choosing to join us as we interact with God's word. Stay tuned. So we start there, the word. And not just the written word, but the hearing of God's word. And hearing here is, uh, you know, hearing it being taught, hearing it being preached, hearing the word being read, you know. In those days, by the way, like you read Nehemiah, those guys would stand up when the word was being read. And they would stand up for hours. And there was no preaching. It was just the word of God being read. And then after that, that's when the likes of Ezra would now explain to them uh, what the word meant. But they would hear the scroll being read uh, for hours. And that practice is the practice that the church, the people of God, need to expose themselves to. The hearing of the word of God. Number two, how do you grow your faith? You grow your faith by a culture of spending time with God in prayer. God is the source of faith. When you hear his voice, it births faith in you. The two sources of you hearing his voice primarily are his word and in the place of prayer. God speaks and he speaks to us when we are in the place of prayer. Communion. God speaks. And so when we spend time with God in prayer, it births faith. It produces faith in us. And this is how. Uh, I have said this before. We become intimate with whom we pray, for whom we pray, to whom we pray. Uh, so that means prayer produces intimacy. When you get close to God in prayer, you become close with him. You become intimate. Now that means that there is a knowing you get to that cannot be accessed through books. There is a knowing you get to that cannot be accessed through testimonies that you hear from others. There is a knowing about God uh, there is a knowing of him that you get to that uh, only a personal encounter can produce. And that knowing develops a conviction that defies anything else. It defies logic, it defies uh, facts, it defies anything else that uh, is opposed to uh, you know, the conviction you develop, uh, you know, being in his presence. And so it's important that you realize that there is a dimension of faith that we cannot walk into unless we develop that kind of intimate fellowship with God. The more you know him, the more you trust him. The more you trust him, the more you are able to take him at his word. The more you will take steps that uh, others will think are crazy uh, because of your trust in him. Because uh, you know if he said it, then you, you are confident that he will do 
what he says he will do. And so prayer is critical. Prayer should never be what it has been reduced to. It should not be a formula. It should not be a, a simply a place where we just come because we have needs and we have requests. Prayer should be a place of intimacy, a place of fellowship. Jesus actually says, when you pray, get into your closet. It's an imagery of intimacy. Get into your closet. Close the door behind you. Shut the door behind you. This is your moment with God. Meaning that he is saying that prayer is that intimate. It's that moment with God where you shut the rest of the world and you just focus your attention on him. That's what prayer should be. Uh, you know, and, and there is nothing wrong with petition. But uh, those become, become secondary. What is primary is that moment with him, that fellowship with him, that communion with him. And that's a culture that God should help us to develop as believers. That is a culture that is fast diminishing because prayer has been reduced to petition only. And prayer has been reduced to uh, binding and losing. But then we need to realize that the, the power of our binding and losing is in our fellowship and communion, in our intimate moment with God. The power in, uh, you know, answer the prayers is because it is birthed out of the authenticity that comes from a communion with God. And so that's why it's important for us to develop communion with God in prayer. That is the other place that grows our faith. The other thing that causes our faith to grow is obedience. Obedience. When God speaks to you and gives you an instruction, when God prompts your heart and says something to you and you step out and do what God said you should do, even the simple mundane stuff that God tells you. God tells you, you know, puts a scripture in your heart or puts a word in your heart and he tells you, share that word with that brother and or with that sister. And you struggle to share that word with them. You know, you are missing an opportunity for growth and growing your faith. When you share that word with that brother, you, you, and you've been in that place, I believe, where you, God has strongly put this word in your heart and he has told you, share it with this person. You share it with that person and then you realize that person was, that was the word they needed at that moment. It saved them. It helped them. It clarified for them. It gave them an answer to maybe something they have been waiting on God for. You know, and, and, and you just obeyed. And then when you did, you know, this person tells you, you should have known this is what I was praying about today. This is what, you know, I, I was reading today. You know, you've just confirmed something God was speaking to me today. Now, when you obey God like that, you know, you begin to realize that it begins to activate your faith as you do that because you begin to see results. Obedience leads to results. And when those results begin to manifest in your life, it strengthens your faith and increases your faith. And so 
those, uh, you know, and you know, sometimes we wait for big things, but God works in the mundane, in the everydayness of our lives. You know, so we need to realize that when God speaks to us, let us step out and do what he says. God can tell you, bless that brother with something. Bless that sister with that money. You know, and you're like, you know, I can't. I need this money. It's all I have. And God has said, give it. And you're struggling to hold on to it. You know, uh, you are robbing yourself of both the blessing and the opportunity to grow our faith. Many times we just look at it as God wants to bless us. That could be it. But then there is a bigger, you know, material things are not the main thing. And so when God gives you material things, those are fringe benefits. There is a bigger issue God is after, and that is growing your faith. So that you can learn that when he speaks, you can trust his word. And when you trust his word, you know, over time, you become somebody. Because remember, faith is simply confidence in God and in the integrity of his word. You are able to step and walk in his word. You know, you are able to get to the level of Peter when you are told, you know, when he says, come, and, you know, you are in the boat, and you are supposed to step into uh, the waters uh, that ordinarily will sink you. But because he has said, come, you are able to step out and walk. What will get you to that step or stage is when you have learned to obey the small uh, instructions that, you know, don't look like they are going to amount to something big. But as you obey those small instructions, uh, it develops a faith in you that this thing works, that, you know, there are results when I, you know, uh, take a step when God speaks to me and tells me to do something. You know, there are results. Then tomorrow, if God tells you, I want you to give a million to his work, you know, I want you to uh, bless that brother with that car. I want you to, uh, you know, do something that, you know, is huge. You know, you will not struggle. You will step and do it. I want you to pray for that uh, situation that seems impossible. I want you to go and pray for that brother or that sister, you know, or in your family. I want you to stand in the gap on this issue. You know, you will be able to do it now in a dimension of faith you didn't have before because you have taught yourself to obey God. Uh, those small, or, or so-called small, mundane instructions that God gives us. And so, my friends, we grow our faith by obedience. The more we obey, the more we grow our faith. So, learn to obey. You know, that obedience uh, causes you to have testimonies uh, of what God has done as you stepped out in obedience and then you begin to gain confidence to step out tomorrow uh, when God tells you to do so. So, obey. Learn to obey. Many times we miss many opportunities in our lives to grow our faith because we struggle with God. We fight with God. Uh, we sometimes allow our logic uh, to prevail over the word, his word, you know. Uh, and so it's important that you learn to obey God. 
just obey him. In fact, that is the work that God has given us, to obey him. Our greatest job is to obey him. You know, that's our greatest work, to obey him. Obey his instructions, obey his leading, obey his prompting, obey his the burdens he puts in your hearts. Obey, you know, uh, you know that still small voice uh, that speaks to your spirit. Learn to obey. I normally say this. If I get it wrong, you know, it doesn't break a bone. Uh, you know, I will learn, you know, at that point that uh, no, how not to hear. You know, so if I heard something, and it didn't work, you know, I've learned a lesson. I never lose in God. I learn. So learn to obey Him, you know, every step of the way. And those testimonies uh, begin to become uh, the stuff that grows your faith. David killed, uh, you know, the bear, and he killed the lion uh, before he eventually uh, killed Goliath. I believe the strength to face Goliath grew because of the testimonies that he had in the wilderness uh, killing the bear and killing the lion. And I believe that, you know, when you read scripture, he himself testifies the spirit of God uh, was upon him and helped him to kill the bear and to kill the lion. Meaning, therefore, that David was moving in obedience. And looking at the you know, overall bent of his life, you begin to see this is a man that kept wanting to hear what God is saying and following what God is saying. And no wonder he did exploits because he learned to obey. If God said go, he went. So learn how do you grow your faith? Expose yourself to the word. The word. Not just the teaching of the word, the word itself. Expose yourself to the word. Constantly and consistently. Expose yourself. To, develop a culture of hearing the word. Two, pray. Develop a culture of you know, being in that intimate space with God fellowship with him. Let your prayer go beyond petition. Let it primarily be founded on communion. And then, you know, petition can come as a secondary feature. But let it be primarily founded on communion. And then, learn to obey. When you learn to obey and take the steps that God tells you to take, uh, it grows your faith. There is no shortcut to this thing. There is no magic formula to faith. This is a process. The more you expose yourself, the more you stay in that place of intimacy with God, the more you obey, you know, just like growth. You don't realize you're growing. People just notice, hey, you've grown. You get you don't, you, you know, you don't see a child growing and today now he's one inch taller. No, no, no. You just notice, Allah, this person has grown, you know. Uh, now that's how it is with faith. You may not notice it, 
uh, as it is happening. But the more you continue to practice these things and to develop this culture, you will find yourself in a place where your faith has grown. When your faith is tested, you know, when you are put in a trial, in a temptation, in a test, then that's when you begin to realize, I have matured, I have grown. You know, when God gives you a word, you know, uh, you believe in big stuff that other people would look at and they are like, how could you do that? Uh, you know, how you, your language changes, you know, and people begin to notice that your language has changed. You know, you are talking about, uh, you know, stuff that is, uh, it, it just requires, they are impossible, it requires faith, it requires God, you know, and to you it's normal, but to the people around you they are wondering, uh, what's happening? Is it that you are cocky? Is it, no, but then uh, what has happened is you have grown. So when you're telling people, uh, we need to do this, we can do this, like Caleb and Joshua, we can, you know, handle these giants. You know, guys are like, are you serious? Because, you know, we've been together, we've been in the same space, we've come through in the wilderness together. You know, something happened in Caleb and Joshua that was not happening in the rest. And if you trace the life of Joshua, for example, at least it is, you know, we have snippets of his life. Joshua would follow Moses when Moses went to meet with God. And Joshua would stay the closest he was allowed to get by God. So that, and he would stay there as Moses is in the mountain, 40 days, 40 nights. Joseph, I mean, Joshua was near, somewhere near where God would allow him because again, he wasn't allowed to go uh, to where Moses was at the time. So he would go as close as he could get and he would be alone there, you know, and, you know, has his moment there. And Moses would finish and Moses would even go and sometimes Joshua would be left in that space praying and having, you know, because of that hunger for God. And as a result, you know, when they come to meet the giants, to them they are saying, these giants are bred to us. You know, that was almost like an insult to the other guys. You know, you can't see how they are, they, you know, we are like grasshoppers to them. Then they are saying they are like bread to us. What has happened? It's their exposure to, you know, the presence of God, being with God in that intimate fellowship with God. And I believe that as a result, uh, it built their faith. So, these are the things that build our faith. My friends, there are no shortcuts. We have to develop this culture if we are going to grow our faith. Otherwise, we will become the church uh, today, and church here means both individual and corporate, uh, the church that uh, you know has nothing to show uh, as the exploits that God can do. You know, uh, we will have no results to convince the world that we serve a God of the impossible. We will uh, be reduced to become uh, critics of what is happening uh, and not pioneers of initiating, uh, you know, venturing into new frontiers and new uh, stuff. Uh, simply because we haven't learned to 
hear God's word, stay in the place of intimacy, and walk in obedience. May God help us to take, uh, to do intentionally develop this culture and subject ourselves to this journey of process in order to grow our faith. I believe when we do these things we will be the change agents God wants us to be. We will do the exploits God wants us to do. I finish with what Jesus told the disciples. O ye of little faith. I, I keep being you know, baffled by those statements from Jesus because he is Jesus. He was expecting his disciples to rebuke the winds. Why would he say they have little faith? Because he expected them to handle it. But they didn't. So God is expecting you to walk in dimensions that maybe we are not walking in yet. God is expecting me to walk in dimensions we are not walking in yet. And that's why sometimes when a vision is given, people get scared because, you know, our faith is still little. May God help us to have great faith that is imperative for great results in the kingdom. Father, we thank you for your word. Help us, O oh God, as we have learned about faith through the many sessions that we have had uh, when we did, uh, I mean, through the, you know, in the podcast that uh, we've been doing, that Lord, you will help us to increase our faith. Like the disciples prayed, Lord, increase our faith. Help us to subject ourselves to the disciplines, the culture that can cause us to grow in our faith so that, Lord, we can be able to begin to produce the kind of results that are only based on or only can only come because of our connection with you, can only come uh, because we are functioning uh, in the kingdom. So help us to grow our faith. Bless your people. I commend them to the grace that comes with your word. Uh, that God, as we apply ourselves to this, we will have the grace to follow through the disciplines needed in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you richly. I want you to know that even what we have said is not easy. It's not like it's something that you will uh, just get excited to do. Uh, it requires uh, a lot of discipline uh, to, to be able to apply yourself to these things. It's easier to read uh, the newspaper, to hear news, to uh, you know, scroll through your Facebook and uh, WhatsApp and all the other social media uh, platforms. It's easier to do that than to study the Word, than to hear the Word, than to read the Word. It's easier to do all these other things than to spend time of communion with God. It's even easier to petition God than to have communion with Him. So, it will require discipline. God bless.
Thanks for listening to this message. We continue with this topic next week. Until then, stay tuned and blessed of God.